Okay, so you're doing about $36,000 a month right now in revenue? Uh, give or take close to that, yeah. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Konark Sharma. He loves technology and everything it enables, and it's an absolute treat that he gets to build technology for a living, now building freestand.in. It's a platform to digitize FMCG product sampling. Konark, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely, absolutely, Nathan. Okay, what, is, what does FMCG stand for? FMCG is fast-moving consumer goods, so essentially it's an abbreviation for um, you know all the products that, let's say, oh, oh, drinks all the products that you use in regular days uh, but are consumed at a very rapid rate so things like chips uh, you know makeup uh, you know beauty products like uh, you know self care products shampoo all of these products essentially get categorized under fmcg i think uh, in india and the south uh, in the asian region we call it fmcg you call it cpg right essentially uh, so i think the terms are broadly the same very good um, and yeah. who's paying you the cpg brand directly usually Yes, it's the it's the FMCG brand that pays typically to you know uh, distribute the products. Yeah. And what are they paying you per month on average to use the technology? Uh, so we uh, so our monetization is slightly different right now uh, because uh, uh, while we are a SaaS company, uh, we have to bundle in our SaaS cost as a part of the first sample price that we are giving away to these brands. So we charge the brands on the basis of like how many samples they distribute with us. Uh, on a monthly basis, like so, like are they doing ten thousand samples with us or one thousand samples with us, or uh, you know whatever their subscription is like that. And primarily, you know, uh, like currently we're trying to focus on enterprise, so that number can be uh, can have a quite wide range, like um, all the way from eight thousand uh, dollars a month to you know as high as you know like uh, it can be like in the multiples of ten thousands from there onwards. Yeah. So is it fair to say like your biggest customer is paying thirty k a month? Our biggest customer right now, uh, so so we are doing a lot of enterprise POCs. We are hoping to do like uh, the biggest contract that we are currently hoping to uh, get through with is close to a 50K uh, contract. Yeah. But when you look at just your active ones today, what's your large, like the biggest customer paying you? $10,000. $10,000 a month. Uh, okay. And if someone's paying you $10,000 per month, how many samples are they are they paying for? 10,000 samples a month. They're paying for typically around 10,000 uh, 10, samples. So it's a dollar, dollar. One to one ratio, almost yeah. Correct. Interesting. When did you start writing code for this, Konark? Uh, when did we start uh, building this ad? Uh, essentially, I mean, we started with the first iteration in late 2017, towards the end of the year, uh, and uh, the way we, I mean, that's what that's when we kind of began. We, we began as a mobile application, actually. So we have delivered on quite a few iterations of the platform and the product, and to solve the problem, right? Uh, and so that's that's when we wrote the first line of code, and from there onwards, it's been a hybrid, right? From there onwards, actually, we shifted to using a lot of no code to build out our solution, right? Using uh, a small team, nimble team, and we had to go through a lot of maneuvers uh, because historically, right, Freestand is in the product sampling space, right, which is the trial marketing category, and uh, and you know, like if you think about it, fundamentally, it's not easy. It's it, it's extremely easy to give away a free product. Everybody wants a free product, right? So uh, historically, nobody has built any tech infrastructure for it. 
right? And that's what that's what we've been navigating for a long time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I guess. So so launched back in 2017. How many customers now today? In 2017. Uh, we've had uh, about 20, uh, 20 customers, 20 okay, so FMCG brands. Uh, that's 20 active customers today? Uh, 20, not 20 active customers, 20 customers that we've been through. Uh, currently, we have about six active customers. Right? Six. Why do, they, why do they churn? Uh, so in FMCG, so our model is not a traditional SaaS model uh, in that sense more of an enterprise SaaS uh, model, right? The churn essentially happened because a lot of the brands that we started out with were D2C brands. So let's say when does sampling take place, like uh, product sampling takes place when you launch a new product or you're, let's say, expanding a geography, you're going from one state to another. If you want to drive new, distribute new samples, understand how the audiences are doing, uh, behaving for your uh, offering. And, you know, so it's against certain actions. Smaller brands have uh, don't expand so quickly. Right, uh, geographically speaking, they enter into geography. But Konark, the question is: if, right, is if a brand, there's 14 brands that w- did at least one sample through you that today are not actively paying you. Why would okay. someone do samples in one month and then stop mm-hmm. using you if they love your software? Wouldn't they keep running more samples and more testing every month? No, uh, no it's just slightly different that way because uh, in uh, in the DDC space, right? Like, so there is a CAC threshold right that makes sense and does not make sense right so uh when you do digital sampling it's uh it's slightly more expensive than most other types of uh marketing that's a that a brand can be executing uh so let's say if you do display ads let's say you're getting an um, you know uh, a return over ad spend of you know close to let's say three four right uh, and whatnot so it, there is a there's an equation where like it stops making sense to do sampling for a lot of d2c brands smaller size brands Right, so uh, that's so we ch- we went through a lot of D2C brands in this journey, right? Uh, to kind of build the platform because they were a lot more easier to build with. Uh, I trade I trade through with and whatnot, right? And to ultimately land to enterprises because the demand is really there with enterprises, right? Enterprises turn out to be a larger customers because um, let's say think of a large size enterprise company, they're launching about sixty to seventy new products on an annual basis. So that's where, understood. So our recurring usage comes on the basis of the new products launched, not you know uh, on IVR. So six six customers today paying on average ten thousand dollars per month. Is that right? Uh, on average, close to uh, I think about yeah. So they, there's a there's a wide spectrum there, but I think uh, the average would be closer to like six thousand uh, dollars would be too close. Six thousand dollars per month. Okay, so you're doing about thirty six thousand dollars a month right now on revenue. Um, uh, give or take, close to that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and if you're doing that today, where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, we last year we were like zero uh, at the same time because essentially uh, we um, you know uh, in that month we were uh, essentially we kind of went into COVID and uh, we decided to we realized the fact it was pre COVID that we had touched ten thousand dollars in I think March of twenty twenty. Uh, so so Konak, just to be clear, pre COVID in March of twenty twenty, you were doing ten thousand dollars a month in revenue. Correct, correct. And, uh, and and from that point, we realized that, uh, you know, our actual market is enterprise and not DDC. So we entered into the, uh, so we, you know, like we took, took took the COVID to essentially rebuild our platform to uh, to be better suited for enterprise. But right? Kona, so where was revenue coming through from before that? So you've been working on this since 2017. How were you paying mm-hmm. yourself all those years? Uh, all those years, we were, uh, so we were extremely lean and nimble. So like for the majority of 2018, all right, it was just a two people team. Uh, it was just me and my co founder, Snake. And Did you we guys split equity 50 50? I put money, I put money in, uh, in the bank, so it was not exactly 50 50. I have a slight uh, additional pie for like 60 40. 
gas close to that. Yeah. How yes, much of your own capital did you put in the business? I, I put about uh, 20,000. Uh, did that make you nervous? Uh, that did make me nervous at the beginning for a while. Uh, and yeah, yeah, that did make me nervous for a while. This is the biggest waste of time. You can probably guess it. As a scaling SaaS founder, when you're onboarding new team members, they need things like their email set up, or to get onboarded to Trello, or to get access to the Salesforce account or the Slack account. This stuff takes forever. It's useless stuff that a SaaS founder has no business wasting their precious time on, which is why electric.ai is growing so fast. Firms like Sendoso, they just raised 100 million bucks, passed 30 million bucks in revenue. They rely on Electric to onboard 10, 20, 30 new team members every you know month, two months, three months, four months. It's the fastest way to scale your team and not worry about onboarding new employees. We've teamed up with Electric because we want to make your lives easier as SaaS founders. That's the name of the game. Check them out now at nathanlatka.com forward slash electric. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash electric. Now for a limited time and for very few of you guys to so do it right now, you have a chance to win Beats Studio Buds when you sign up. So check it out right now at nathanlacka.com forward slash electric. Where did you get the money from? Did you have a prior exit? Uh, no, essentially family. Uh, I had my, I asked my, like, I think my parents were kind enough to believe in our idea and, you know, they, 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 they were kind enough to believe in it and, you know, they'll invest in us. And is that the, the only money in the company so far or have you raised other capital? We we have raised we have raised uh, since then we we've, we've gotten a grant from government uh, and then we've also raised our you know uh, first round of funding as well. We raised what about hundred raise? uh, fifty thousand dollars is what we raised. Uh, it was led by Succeed Innovation, who's our VC. When? Uh, year? Um, it, this year itself, we raised it in April. Okay, so it was a seed round that one hundred fifty grand is what you raised. Correct. Correct. And, and, we, and what valuation yeah. was that at? Um, it was close to, I mean, I don't think that can be described and disclose that number right now. Why not? Think, uh, we've just done, just not talked about it internally. Uh, most yeah, most seed rounds, founders are selling 20% of the business. Did you sell about the same it amount? Was, it, uh, yeah, it was about in the range of 15 to 20. Yes. Oh, okay, got it. So you raised it, you know, like a $650,000, $750,000 money valuation, something like that. Correct. Okay. Okay. See, that wasn't that hard, right? It's, it's an average. <laughs> it's just something that you know, like we're not talking about in early. Uh, so yeah, that's why I just didn't think. Well, about there you go. I got it off your chest. All right. So six hundred thousand mm-hmm. uh, valuation. Um, are you guys going to raising more capital or no? Uh, it's, it's nasty. Uh, we are raising more capital now. Uh, since we've been able to see a lot more traction, I think the industry has grown. Like uh, the demand for digital product sampling, which is COVID essentially uh, was able to like physical sampling got really hard. Like brands are now not, not willing to distribute their product samples within a store in an open setting. So the Conarch, how much are you looking to raise? Uh, I guess we're, we're, we're raising, uh, we're, we're, I feel finalizing that number. So we're planning out our uh, next raise uh, right now. The number we're like still working. So we're on the edge uh, of like, you know, planning out our next fundraise. So we're like chalking out what does the Mr. Conor, how much do you think you're going to be raising? I think it's going to be uh, between uh, you know one to three, one to five million is where we're uh, essentially aiming for, and uh, to go from here. Like, and we are primarily what we're looking to do is we were B two B SaaS. We are looking to change. Uh, we're looking to expand our business model from being B two B SaaS to being a SaaS enabled marketplace uh, for product sampling because mm-hmm. that's where we see uh, a lot more. Uh, like, you know, I mean, we discovered this business model and we understood right uh, like what our market really needs. Uh, SMC brands have diverse demands in when it comes to product sampling. That's so the you keep saying like, we, how many folks are on the team today? 
and we are 11 people right now. 11 people. How many engineers? How many engineers? Almost, uh, almost eight. Uh, wait, almost nine. What do you mean almost eight? Like someone's, someone's half dead or what? Uh, no, essentially. So, uh, I, I would, so they, like even the people who are in business team right now are also engineers, right? So we got, uh, people, so eight like, engineers. People in business are, Eight engineers. Okay, very cool. So looking to raise eight engineers, product sampling, any new big product releases you want to talk about? Yeah, that's so. Uh, uh, we are expanding our business model to being a sustainable marketplace. Uh, we're extremely excited about it. We feel that, uh, you know, so this is a business model that really recently became much more uh, possible altogether, right? Market networks are, are you know, sustainable marketplaces. And we believe that uh, we've been able to identify a lot of problems in the market that previously were not able were not solved, uh, you know, properly because of several reasons. But like you know, we believe that primarily this business model will be relevant and will start popping up to offer a lot of brands as we continue to grow. A lot of companies will start picking up this model to solve complex B two B service site problems, uh, service site problems. Uh, yeah, that's that's primarily what we're excited about. We are expanding towards this business model and you know we're looking to champion this out uh, very cool yeah. on that note let's wrap up here with the famous five number one favorite book favorite book zero to one yeah. number two is there a ceo you're following or studying um, um it's not i think it's Naval ravikant angel list uh consistently going through his advice you know trying to it's like wrap my head around things that he says number yeah. three what's your favorite online tool for building the platform um i think uh uh, Webflow was uh, Webflow, you know, like was very. Uh, we built a lot on Webflow and Google Sheets. Actually, Great. Google Sheets would be number one for us. Yeah, <laughs> Google Sheets and Webflow. Go. Number number four. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Um, I guess about uh, seven hours. Uh, six and, six and a half, seven. Yeah. And what's your situation? Married, single, kids? I'm single. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how old are you? I am twenty five. Twenty five. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were twenty. Something I wish I knew when I was twenty, um, to be more calm, uh, right? Uh, taking down problems and you know being able to really uh, not getting worked up with all the anxiety and nervousness, you know, uh, like around decision making and what it means, uh, you know, just from an external perspective, but rather being able to evaluate things from more of a rational perspective. Guys, there you have it. Free stand launch in 2017. Pre-COVID hit $10,000 a month in revenue. Then it went away, but now they're back up to $36,000 a month in revenue, helping CPG brands, as we know them in the States, you know, makeup, chips, things like that, run sampling campaigns. They have six enterprise customers today paying on average, call it $6,000 per month in revenue, raised $150,000 in their seed round at call it a 600 or $700,000 valuation, looking to raise one to 3 million in the next couple of months. We'll see what happens to keep driving growth with their team of 11. Konark, thanks for taking us to the top. Awesome, Nathan. Uh, I you know I hope this was useful, and your you know audience uh, listeners enjoy understanding what freestyle as much as they can.